What is up, everybody? Before we get into today's episode, I want to make one quick final announcement regarding the hats. Uh, we have a super small amount left, and Jeff and I have, uh, we just want to let you guys know that after this Friday, the 13th, the spooky date, how can you forget? Uh, they will not be available online anymore, regardless if they sell out or not. Um, so if you want to get a hat, one of the very few remaining, uh, get in, get on, get in on the fun <laughs> before this Friday at carscast.com. And also before we get into it, I want to give a quick thank you to all of our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash the carscast or just carscast, not the carscast. Um, if you want to become a patron, head on over there. We have exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, Zoom hangouts, and much, much more. $15 patrons get their questions answered in the main episode. Uh, and yeah, if you're looking for a great way to support Jeff and I, because we do this podcast for free, we love doing it for free, but if you're looking for a great way to support us, either consider buying a hat or become a patron. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Anyways, enjoy the episode. Carscast. Uh, my name is Jeff. I watch movies sometimes. And I'm Karsten. I also, I also watch movies sometimes. You're listening to the Carscast MovieCast. Hello. Welcome to the 86th episode of the Carscast MovieCast. Jeff, how many 86. chromosomes? Yeah, how many chromosomes does a chicken have? Um, so I feel like this is a trick question, and I'm going to say 26. It is 78. 78? 78, yeah. I was blown away, too. That's that's a lot of... That's a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. One second. Sorry, I just that's had to delete my I, Among I Us say. tweet. Uh, I just got back, like, right before this, I was playing Among Us with some people on Twitter, and it was t- a ton of fun. So thanks to any of you who uh, showed out to that. It was good. Um, yeah. And Congrats. Well, uh, <laughs> did you win? Uh, I did win. Yeah, I was the imposter. There you go. And I won. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the big event of the week, really. Um, nothing else happened this week. Zero uh, things happened that I can think of. Hap- no. No, the big event is that you almost dropped your Coke video. <laughs> I So here's the thing, right? I By the time this episode comes out, I figured at this point I might as well just cross-promote. Uh-huh. By the time this episode comes out, uh, the Coke video will be out. Exciting. Yeah, Exciting. I finished the Coke video, and then I was going to wait until after the election right. to release it, and then just... the election just never ended. Yeah, it took a, until took yesterday. a minute. Uh huh. And then I'm like, it's already the weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't want to overshadow Karsten's video, his what I watch video. <laughs> yeah, don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because there, there's a lot of crossover in the audience mm-hmm. uh, for people that want to hear what you watch and people that want to see me drink old Coke. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much just like a circle. It's not even a Venn diagram. No, yeah. I my my entire fan base is Coke fans. Um, very yeah. hated by the Pepsi fans. But mm-hmm. yeah, no. Um, it's crazy. The election feels like it took forever, but also our last episode, the election still hasn't happened yet. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, the election was the next day, and we just now figured it out. I don't. It's been. My point is, it's been a long week. It um, felt longer than it was because mm-hmm. uh, it was it was more important than the normal things that you're waiting for. Right. Right. 
yeah i was on edge the whole time yeah it's it's like how a lot of your fans feel when they know you're about to release a video yeah <laughs> i i was not i thought no one would care this week about the the what i watched this month video but so many people were hitting me up like i need this and i was like you don't need it uh there <laughs> you definitely They're like i need to know what you watched yeah yeah and you're just like hubie halloween hubie halloween baby um <laughs> and people got mad people were pissed at how much i enjoyed it but yeah um well they're wrong yeah what was uh i have to ask because we haven't talked since before the night before the election where yeah or not the night before the election but the night before the, it got called um but how was uh the vibes in florida that day well um florida was called immediately right like, yeah, on yeah, yeah. election night because mm-hmm. it was fairly significantly for trump yeah 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 uh, but I will say that uh, in the last 48 hours, a lot of my neighbors have taken down their Trump signs. <laughs> no, I mean, not no, but <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, so that's interesting. That, yeah. yeah, when I like the last two days, I've like driven out of my neighborhood and I was looking around like, hmm, yeah, well, less of those. a little empty now. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, as soon as they announced it, I biked downtown faster than I ever have. I was like, just really wanted to see what it looked like down there, because I I'm like I, I would consider myself like a hype beast in that way, where I, I I'm a little hype pervert. Uh, I, I would consider myself a hype beast I in that my, way. <laughs> like anytime I like to think of myself as someone who doesn't give in to that kind of stuff, but anytime anything happens where it seems like there'll mm-hmm. be a large group, I'm there. You are um, all about the zeitgeist. I'm all about it, baby. I mean, they—it's—it's they, it's Karstgeist. Yeah, right. That's what they call that's, it. That's a terrible that's bunch not... of syllables put together. It just does Karst. not sound good. It just sounds like you're like having some kind of medical issue. You're like, yeah, Karstgeist. Karstgeist. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was really good. Good energy downtown. Um, and then I, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was cool. But then I, I went back later with my car to get a better view because I, I was kind of with my bike. I was like in and out of there because I'm like, I don't want to catch COVID. So, yeah, because yep. they're kind of skyrocketing in Chicago right now. But yeah, kind of everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Um, um, oh, there was a truck that was like at the end of my neighborhood that had like seven Trump flags on the back of it. Oh, and today. I looked, and they replaced all of the flags with different flags. So now one of them just says, like, Florida like Florida <laughs> is for Trump, like, specifically. That's so weird. This person just, just yeah. has a bunch of flags. They have too many flags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But speaking of, I mean, not speaking of in terms of the flags, but <laughs> Jeff and I, I want to know if anyone was uh, at our live stream thing. Jeff and I, this last week, did like a three-hour live stream on Twitch that ended in us getting into politics for like one yeah. hour. <laughs> we ended up being the number three uh, <laughs> politics stream on all of Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird. <laughs> I woke up because I was like, it was so late at night too. It was like 1 a.m. Yeah. here and 2 a.m. for you. 
And I remember going to bed just like kind of really tired and like, did that just happen? Did we yeah, just I was really confused as well because I kind of like just went off a little bit. Yeah, we also just weren't in like our goofy mode. We were just kind of yeah. seriously talking about politics. It, and it was because this was like three and a half days into like post the voting ending and before it was called. Yeah. So I think we were just still like in that anxious mode of like yeah. 95% sure it's going to be fine, but... Yeah. It wasn't called yet. It was like, it was at a very unique time, yeah. Because literally yeah. less than like, I want to say like six hours later it was called. Yeah. Which is funny, but um, yeah, that was, that's kind of what's been in the news this week, I guess. Uh, I figured today would be like a loaded episode because we got two movies to talk about. Yeah. But. Uh, we do. Yeah. I guess we could just get into it. Um, what, I mean, one? unless you have anything else you wanted to talk about I, I don't think so you're you're saying that as if i should have something else to talk about but i don't i i didn't i just wanted to put you on the spot okay and see if you could come up with anything <laughs> my plant is hanging in there by the way for anyone wondering plant is still doing okay i wanted nice. it today uh and i think that's all i have to say um yeah cool um yeah okay so what order did you watch these films in because the two films were were both we went like the sofia coppola bill murray double feature mm-hmm. um that sounded like one was sofia coppola and one was bill murray but it was sofia coppola bill murray double feature yeah 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 so both of them together sofia coppola directed in two movies both, and bill murray starred in both. starred in both movies right um on the rocks and lost on the in rocks translation. and lost in translation i personally watched them in the well like I didn't rewatch On the Rocks for this recently, yeah. but I only saw it like a month ago, so I was like, I don't right. really need to. So yeah. I watched On the Rocks first, technically, and then watched Lost in Translation today. Yeah, I and- watched Lost in Translation today and watched On the Rocks yesterday with my parents. Okay, so let's just start with On the Rocks then. Yeah. Um. Just some nice reverse chronological order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, and I don't know if this will apply to you, but I'm. It's kind of going in worst. We saved the best for last. Um, we did okay cool <laughs> All right. i think we can agree on that okay sweet i okay well before we get into it um so first we're talking about on the rocks this is a new yep. release 2020 exclusively on apple tv correct or is it rentable uh, i believe that i think you might be right on okay. that okay all right um uh, but it's sure doing a limited run in theaters now i wouldn't re- recommend going to see it in theaters <laughs> It's not worth it. A, a very limited run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would but, imagine, since I think things are going to close again. Yeah, but it is playing at the landmark near me, so yeah. Uh, but it's directed by Sofia Coppola, obviously. Yep. And, and Google- I would say that this is not a landmark film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the synopsis reads, the story of a young mother who reconnects with her larger-than-life playboy father on an adventurous on an adventure through New York. In this comedy about aging, marriage, and the tenuous bond between parents and grown children, New York author and married mother of two, Laura, has become suspicious that her career-driven husband may be having an affair with a co-worker, a speculation encouraged by her, uh, Kadish? Kadish? Bon, bon vivant father. Uh... The ending of that just was a little rough. So, I, you know what? Let, we're just gonna roll with it. Where, did I get it? Did I get it though? I don't even know what the well. It's, the ending was definitely French. Um, but then the 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 last word that was English, I'm not sure what the word 
is, and I might not even know that word, for, honestly. Well, I know bon vivant. I guess that, yeah, it's just French. I know that means good, good living, good lived. Okay, so yeah, that's probably like... is lived, yeah. I just yeah, didn't so say it in a French... Like, a pl like playboy, but in yeah, French yeah. version. Bon vivant, father. In Kadish, yeah. right? Bon, that's... bon vivant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Kaddish? Or I think it's Kaddish. Kaddish? C-A-D-D-I-S-H. C-A-D-D. You know what? I gotta, If I'm going to be honest with you, I am not entirely sure that I've ever seen that word written It's Kaddish. And the definition is dishonorable, especially towards a woman. Uh, Kaddish. Yeah, I've never heard that before. I mean, that is a very specific word, and it is accurate. So whoever yeah, wrote yeah. this plot synopsis was really showing off their vocabulary. Right. And here it says adjective, and then it says informal slash dated. So this is a dated word. So we weren't supposed yeah. to know it, right? We weren't supposed so, to know it because, yeah. Good for us. Um, Honestly, whoever wrote the synopsis was disrespectful dated. towards young people trying to understand what they wrote. Right. And I think us not knowing the word means that we are not uh, disrespectful towards women because we've And it also it means that we're young. And we're young. Yep. So, so that means we're cool. That means we're cool and we respect women. Yeah, that's the Cars Cast way, baby. Um, <laughs> so we're probably the only people that get so in depth that it. we discuss the plot synopsis and we make sure that we understand all of the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We make sure. <laughs> what if that's our new podcast? We actually just review like plot summaries <laughs> and try to make sure they're accurate and explain yeah, yeah, yeah. the words if we think we someone we, might not. We try to write a better synopsis. We we correct every Google synopsis. Yeah. Um, so if I mean, if I was going to correct this one, I would just say that Bill Murray is very bizarrely creepy in this movie. Yep. Yeah. Like he's not a playboy. Like they're this plot synopsis is acting like he's just like this like playboy that everyone likes, but he's weird. He's weird. Yeah. He's really weird and creepy, and I don't understand why you'd have Bill Murray in your film to make him weird and creepy. Uh huh. Yeah. No, he's. I don't. I don't like him at all. This movie has already aged poorly in my opinion yeah it just it also just because okay. no one's wearing masks because no one's wearing masks <laughs> i'm like this would never happen in new york city <laughs> um no i just well okay what was i gonna say earlier i had a point to make okay oh i i was curious to hear what you thought of this movie and if we were on the same page about it because i think it's like mm -hmm. kind of it's not like a wild widely uh disliked film i think a lot of people actually really like it and find a ton of charm in it i don't know a lot of people that love it but yeah i also know that i think i just from what i've read online am in the minority here in that mm -hmm. i just don't like this movie so i didn't know what, I, how you would feel overall i'm like very neutral towards this film um uh -huh. it's like the pacing of it's really weird i mean i feel like the pacing of it felt like it was supposed to mirror um this rashida jones is that's who's in this right yeah yeah, yeah. rashida jones and bill yeah i felt like her character like the pacing of the film was supposed to mirror what her character's going through where the first 40 minutes are like very slow uh-huh like almost nothing happens in the first yeah. 40 minutes of this film uh, and then like when bill murray starts this whole spy like plot in the mm -hmm. middle of the film then it picks up and it's like very like you know they're flying all over going to different places like mm -hmm. following people in cars um 
so like it just gets hectic and i feel like that would be like what her character when she comes to this like understanding where she what she thinks is happening in this relationship Mm -hmm. then her brain is like kind of going all over the place and that is mirrored by the pacing of the film yep um so i feel i don't know i feel like something in that realm was fairly deliberate Mm -hmm. um but the issue i have with that is the first 40 minutes are so boring yeah i i literally was incredibly bored the first 40 minutes of this film same i i I, I actually liked the the bill murray spy part of it uh uh-huh like that that like especially when they i would say the most in i was in this film was when they went to mexico Mm -hmm. i'm like all right like this like there's some stuff is happening now that's when it started to pick up for sure yeah absolutely Uh, but the first 40 minutes is really bad like i would never watch this again because i'm like i can't sit through that 40 minutes again yeah (laughs) yeah nothing happened the the funny thing is it's like i i purchased a ticket for this through the virtual new york film festival and how Mm -hmm. that works is that like i was there for the my ticket was for like 8 p.m that night and it expires at like midnight i think so you have this like four hour viewing window and that first 40 minutes was so boring i passed out and fell asleep (laughs) and woke up with just enough time to finish it so I was just like on edge the rest of the movie, and I was like, "This is so I can't believe I, I passed out." Because it Sounds was like you were on the rocks. I was on the rocks. Hey. <laughs> um, no, I was I was also very bored, because and I think this applies especially to that first forty minutes. Someone I can't take credit for this. Someone on Letterbox put it perfectly in saying this is like a rom com without any of the romance and not a lot of comedy and it just is like that kind of movie when you take all of that out and no that's a good point (laughs) yeah i because again bill murray it was just uncomfortable when he Mm -hmm. i mean when you got to like the the more in the weed spy stuff where like you know they were in mexico and stuff at least enough stuff is happening where you kind of overlook it yeah when they had all these long sequences of like them just talking the stuff mm-hmm. Bill Murray was saying was so creepy that I was just weirded out the whole time. I'm like, why are you talking about like, like the you know evolution of breasts to your daughter? Yeah, yeah. So the thing about Bill Murray here is like, I think this movie is he's he's carrying it on his shoulders in that this movie was so reliant on him and his performance mm-hmm. and his character because, like we said, it starts so boring. Like no, yeah. of, I love Rashida Jones, but she's her character's so boring in this movie. Yes, and so then it's like Bill Murray shows up, and it's supposed to be this new spicy character that's like kind of offensive and like different from his daughter, but yeah. like exciting, and that's supposed to really carry this movie. And when you don't like Bill Murray, which I think is the case for a lot of people, us included, because mm-hmm. he's a weirdo, then you have it's like what's the point (laughs) yeah because rashida jones isn't unlikable in this film she just is given this very passive role where she's just Mm -hmm. all of her actions are influenced by other people she doesn't make any decisions things just happen to her and knowing sofia coppola because i've seen most of her movies by now i'm still i still haven't Mm -hmm. seen i think two or three like she's a very clever filmmaker and pays a lot of attention to i think the female characters in her films like they're all they it's a very different approach which is why i was like i feel like this movie is saying something 
like better than what I got. But if it is, it's so not there for me. <laughs> yeah, I I was trying to figure out like what the message of this film was. Uh huh. Like, because there definitely was something about how Bill Murray was influencing his daughter to to act as if all men are like him mm-hmm. and just like cheat constantly. Yeah. Um, and it's like at the end, and uh, this is like a spoiler. So I don't yeah, know. Entered that. I guess. Yeah, I guess. But, so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at the end, like her husband wasn't doing that. Uh huh. So yeah. I don't know what the message is in in that. Yeah. But it, yeah, it just nothing happened in this movie. No, no, nothing did happen, and it's just you're okay. So <laughs> I'm putting it together. So far, you're on a bad streak with Sofia Coppola movies because you did not like the Bling Ring. Yeah. at all you didn't like this <laughs> um yeah i just i mean this was shot better than bling ring at least <laughs> it was okay it literally was though because um i remember seeing the trailer for this a while back and it was one of my most like anticipated of the year yeah. i was super excited because i really like the way it's shot and because it's it's very it's got this like dark blue gray color palette to it mm-hmm. uh that i was really into Especially, like, there's that one shot of her and Bill Murray in the car, like, whipping through New York City. And that's, like, that, I think that's a really nice shot. Just yeah. It's nice to look at. Um, but it, it, there's nothing to it. Okay. <laughs> On a technical level, though, some of the close-ups were weird. Like, they, like, center. Yeah. They didn't give them, like, any, like, room in front of their heads when they were doing this. And then their eye lines were, like, slightly off sometimes. Mm-hmm. They just, like, dead punch their faces in the middle of the frame when they're like this. When normally, obviously, you have, like, some, yeah. you know, like, room in front of your face. It was just, like, a couple of shots were weird. Totally. Um, <laughs> That's, like, a general trend with her movies, too, I think. That happened in The Bling Ring, where it's just... Some shots are just ugly for yeah. reasons. like, And it happens a lot in Virgin Suicides uh and another one that i'm beguiled is beautiful but yeah i don't know why her movies look the way they do to be honest because i don't yeah get a lot out of that yeah i don't either okay <laughs> one thing i thought of in the middle of this film is that bill murray just reminded me of like a really old incel <laughs> he did he right, did. because the way he was talking was not a way that anyone would find attractive, right? He was just, no. like, so blunt. It's like what an incel would think how you talk to women is. Yeah. Yeah, he would... Oh, my God. Dude, you're so right. He is so unlikable in this movie. He's like, uh, so, you know, uh, bonobos, the women are in charge. <laughs> wink, wink. Like, what? <laughs> what are you... Yeah. What yeah. does that mean? Am I supposed to, like, think that you're attractive now? Right. Also, Bill Murray is so clearly, like, in his 70s. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. very old. He's very old. He does not look good in this movie. Um, no. How old is Bill Murray? He's not in his 70s, right? He's probably about 70, right? Seriously? Dude, I didn't know he was... Wait, let me, let me fact check this. Bill Murray. He's exactly 70. Exactly 70. Wow. Yeah. So oh when this God. was filmed, you would have probably been 69 or 68 because yeah. he huh. just turned 70. The headlines for this movie are, Murray still has it in quirky drama on the rocks. No, he doesn't. He was <laughs> likable in like a few parts, like the like the, when the, they got pulled over. Mm-hmm. 
because that was like classic like a bill murray it wasn't creepy because there was i guess no women on screen with him uh-huh. yeah um and then like him singing he does a lot of singing in this film and lost in translation combined mm-hmm. he's just singing a lot he just um, reads yeah i don't know i he reminds me and this is exactly who his character is as like this this guy who's like got it all and is like old as hell and because of that no one can really tell him otherwise like no one's gonna change this guy's mind he's so fixated on like what he is and how he's living and when and characters like that do not make for good movies in my opinion no i'm sure there are like others but he doesn't feel like capable of introspection or change yeah and it's like kind of was he was similar to trump but like a little bit more introspective yeah yeah he's like a (laughs) he's like a quirky trump i don't know I I don't know. It just read and it's like for this to come out in 2020, I think when I think so many other important things are to be said and so many mm-hmm. other people should be <laughs> paid attention to. I'm just like why do why yeah. should anyone care about this movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what well, also what was the deal with like the whistling? I didn't know. That was also like like it felt like there was gonna be some weird like giant payoff no nope. and it was just like rasheed jones like i can't whistle anymore and first of all i don't think that's a thing you just forget how to do yeah um but then she just would try whistling every now and then in the film i think it was just to add another like bond or quirk between the two yeah and, and then she received work. bill murray's watch uh-huh and then at the end she takes off that watch to put on the one her husband gave her. So it's like, I right. feel like that was supposed to be like a really poignant moment. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, she's removing the watch from Bill Murray, who's yeah. like the weird guy who told her that all men are awful. Mm-hmm. And she's putting on the watch of her husband who was faithful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this. <laughs> yeah. I. But the thing was that it like, again, the, some of the spy stuff was fun. Mm hmm. Yeah, it, when it started feeling like a kind of goofy detective thing where it's like, oh, it's like a mystery, but just to see if he's cheating on her. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's a cool that's a cool premise, I guess. Like, that's kind of fun, but it really didn't right. do have a lot of fun with it. I mean, it was fun in some parts, uh, but yeah. yeah, I just wish Rashida Jones was allowed to be a more interesting person. Mm hmm. OK, yeah. also. <laughs> It seemed Rashida Jones' wardrobe was ridiculous. Yeah. Wait, I was it, not. I didn't she, pay that much attention, to be honest. No. So here, she was wearing, like, almost the same thing in the whole film. And it was clearly putting her in the most unflattering clothes possible <laughs> to try to, like, further this point of, like, oh, the husband must be interested in someone else. Yeah. So they kept putting her in, like, the most, like, over-the-top mom outfits ever. <laughs> And I'm not saying that she looked bad in these outfits. I'm just saying, like, it seemed very deliberate that every single thing they would put her in to wear was to, like, make her look like a mom. Yeah. I Now that you mention it, I am just looking at a few stills right now, but you're totally right. <laughs> it's very aggressive. Because I think it's because Rashida Jones is too attractive. Uh-huh. So they're like, well, this isn't, this isn't really helping our point in the film if we put her in normal clothes. Right, right. I just thought it was stale. And, okay, I didn't like the performances either, to be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. like, Bill Murray does Bill Murray. And yeah. it wasn't – it was okay. Rashida was good. Her boyfriend was not good, in my opinion. No. I thought no, his he, performance he was, was ass. <laughs> I thought it was bad. Yeah. Um, 
And again, it's like that was something in the bling ring where yeah. most performances in that were bad, but it, it kind of felt a bit like the point to me at least. But this one, it, it didn't feel like there was any reward in it. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. I There's so many characters that Bill Murray could have played from previous roles, mm-hmm. and this film would have been better. Like yeah. if Bill Murray was just like the same character he was in Meatballs, but he just grew up and then had a daughter. <laughs> That'd be fun. This would have been a way better film. He could have thrown in anecdotes about how he like used to work at the summer camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, there was this one kid and I like coached him and then he won the race at the end. <laughs> and it's just like a small anecdote. <laughs> They're like, oh, cool. Anyways, there's my husband. Hey, <laughs> I, I was just going to tell Also, off. why did Bill Murray put his shoes on the counter in that one scene? Like when he was leaving, when he was like, yeah, like that was disgusting. It's just a lot of weird things. It's just a weird power move. It's a very weird type of humor going on. That yeah, I don't know. Is only funny between a father and daughter that have been living together for years. (laughs) Like it feels like that was an ad lib that Bill Murray did on set, probably, and and it would play as funny in person. Uh Because it's just so weird, but it doesn't really play in the context of the film. In the movie, yeah. I I honestly think I have I've said everything I have to say about it. Me too. I (laughs) it's yeah, so I I mean I gave it a two and a half. Okay, I gave it a two. I wanted to like this movie. Yeah. The only thing that saved it for me was like some of the spy stuff and the Mexico parts were kind of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost brought it home in the end. And then it it didn't really um and also the climax was just like such an anti-climax mm-hmm. yeah which, i mean it felt like that was i mean that was obviously very deliberate and that they're like okay time to get here and it's like oh he's not here yeah <laughs> yeah it's just it wasn't that fun of a time no for something that really reads as something that's supposed to be like this very charming like yeah. relax like get 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 a glass of wine and enjoy this tonight it just mm-hmm. felt like a bore i was like this this it's should not yeah funny no no it's, it's but it's also like it doesn't make you feel anything else yeah because nothing's actually happening to make to like allow you to feel any, like you feel a little bit of suspense in the middle and that's mm-hmm. about it yeah but there's no other emotion that this film elicits it feels like one of those shoots that like a, a high like a big branded fashion company makes you know when they just put out those like videos of people doing stuff in their clothes <laughs> This just felt like that as a movie. <laughs> like people are just they're just enjoying the New York nightlife in a very yeah. low stakes plot and then it doesn't really end with any point. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah. well, it looked kind of nice. It looked expensive." Right. But, um, it smelled like leather. <laughs> yeah, the the car was cool. The car was very cool, yeah. But uh yeah, that's a that's a two star for me. Um yeah. Cool. Also, the letterbox synopsis is way shorter. It's just faced with sudden doubts about her marriage. A young New York mother teams up with her larger-than-life playboy father to tail her husband, and that's all you need to. Yeah, know. but he's he's larger in life than life in like a weird way. In a weird way, yeah. Where it's like <laughs> not a cool way. He's the type. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's on the rocks. Um, and this episode's on the rocks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yep. Didn't want to play that twice. <laughs> you just uh, keep playing it over just, and over again. <laughs> so yeah, the button's broken. Sorry guys, yeah, it's gonna be the rest of the just episode. Like gonna this. be what it is. You guys can suck it up. Uh, <laughs> cool.
Cool. Well, our next movie is uh, another Sofia Coppola movie starring Bill Murray. Yeah. This one came out uh, in 2003, almost, that's 17 years ago. It um, is. And it is about a lonely aging movie star named Bob Harris, played by Bill Murray, and a conflicted newlywed Charlotte, played by Scarlett Johansson, meet in Tokyo. Bob is there to film a Japanese whiskey commercial. Charlotte is accompanying, accompanying her celebrity photographer husband uh, strangers in a foreign land the two is find escape distraction and understanding amidst the bright tokyo lights after a chance meeting in the quiet lull of the hotel bar they form a bond that is as unlikely as it is heartfelt and meaningful um and this is and i mean we can't really speak for on the rocks because it's so new but this is a like very high praised movie it's yeah. a lot of people consider it to be a classic everyone really everybody knows what it is um and it's got like a little bit of controversy to it and we'll get into all of it uh but jeff what did you think about this movie oh i should also mention it uh won the best original screenplay at the oscars that year Um, so i actually so when i started film school Uh uh-huh in my like first year like the first um project you have to do Mm -hmm. is a scene study okay and it has to be for a film you had not seen Mm. um so i actually picked this film oh so i had to read the whole script for this film (laughs) but um yeah and then i picked this like a scene to do so i did like one of the scenes when like the letter was slipped under the bed or under the door and like they were in the bed together like talking Mm -hmm. um yeah so i actually had to like rent a hotel room uh at at what it was like one of the it was a hotel in the loop and i brought like film equipment into this hotel room (laughs) it was fine um that's funny yeah but i had it like because they made us go through the whole process of like having auditions which i think this is the only thing i've ever actually cast via auditions because i normally just cast people i know right right um but yeah so i had this guy who Mm -hmm. um he was like pretty good for just a random person who would agree to be in a this... scene study. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And he was he was like in his like mid forties, so he was like roughly the right wow. age. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and he was like actually a pretty good actor, but <laughs> he was just like this really interesting guy. Where uh, like the day because we did like one rehearsal like once, mm-hmm. and before the day before we were supposed to do this, he kept like texting me, and he's like. He so apparently he kept texting me and it was just like uh, through the text I learned that he was on a boat, and the boat stopped working, and it was starting to sink. <laughs> so he was like, "Yeah, like I don't know. Hopefully I can make it to your thing like tomorrow. It's like, but I'm getting like really sunburnt and this this boat's sinking, and like the coast guard is coming to rescue us. And I'm like, uh, yeah, n- no worries, dude. <laughs> and he made it. Um, he made it. Yeah, and he was fine. He, I think he was sunburnt that day for sure but um, on the shoot he was fine um guy like the shoot went pretty well um Mm -hmm. for a scene study right yeah and then i showed it in class right and here's i played in class um and there's this one guy in this class who first of all he just showed his scene study and it sucked he didn't even get a crew he just shot it with two actors in the back of his car Mm -hmm. and it was like a scene from a film where like it wasn't a car but his his version of it was really weird like yeah he he set these lights in the 
like footwell of his car so it was just like lit from like below and it made no sense <laughs> uh it was just really weird um but yeah so his thing was terrible and then he still has like the audacity to comment about mine um and his comments were and keep in mind the premise of this assignment is it's a film you've never seen before after he watches mine he raised a hand and he he said uh i think it's a little too close to the original <laughs> i'm like so i then like because that was supposed to be a question for me so i'm like uh thank you i guess because i've never seen it That's yeah the point of the assignment it's the whole thing yeah and then like the teacher of the class started yelling at him but then <laughs> also in my film after this he like raised his hand again so um in chicago there's a large chinatown mm-hmm. um and part of the scene like out the window you see like the, the japanese skyline you see like different you know mm-hmm. japanese buildings and stuff I'm like, as a facsimile for a scene study, it does not matter at all. I just got B, I went to Chinatown and got B roll of like just Chinese, you know, buildings mm-hmm. um, with like Chinese text on them. Yeah. I'm like, it, for a scene study, that is a fairly good facsimile. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, uh, that's actually Chinese, not Japanese. And this is supposed to be in Tokyo. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. It's was... not the point of the assignment. <laughs> just, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. Anyways, then later that, like a year later, like I got kicked out of the school. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I know that story was all over the place. No, that was a great story that that has to yeah. do with the movie. So, <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, so now that you finally have seen it, um, I have seen it. So good this scene? was the first time I'd ever seen it. <laughs> um, actually. To be fair, my scene study was reasonably close yeah. to like how the aesthetic of this film. Yeah. Um although I did, you know what? I guessed wrong on the bed positions they were in. Oh. Well, I had them flipped in yeah, yeah, yeah. which side of the bed they were on. You came close you know, though. I just couldn't I couldn't get in the mind of Sophia Coppola. Yeah. <laughs> um cool. Well, then I guess we'll we'll get into it. Um, we'll talk about the actual film and we'll not talk about my the scene movie. study version. Yeah, I guess <laughs> we can we, just we just talk. We just, we just analyze my scene study version. <laughs> Still, both of us haven't seen the movie. You're like, honestly, this kind of sucks. Kind of like, <laughs> one star. <laughs> um, you guys should not check this out. No. Um, um, yeah. So please do not check out my scene study. I don't even know where that is. If, right. If it still exists. Uh, um, but yeah. So this film, I like this film. Yeah. Me too. This is a good film. Um, I. Because I haven't seen this since high school, and I remember really liking it in high school. Uh, but, like, part of it rubbing me the wrong way, and mm. since, you know, <laughs> I guess growing up and learning more and reading more, I'm like, oh, yeah. And just, like, I think paying a bit more attention to movies, I was like, oh, yeah, that was... There were some racist moments in there. Yeah. Um, with some really weird humor uh, about just, like, Japanese culture. Uh, right and that it was put... mainly just like pronunciation of words mm-hmm. yeah and just this like yeah um so that yeah. put like this sour taste in my mouth about this movie mm-hmm. that i'm like it's this quirky like finding yourself movie that is like just using like japanese culture as a punchline rather than right. doing anything and i was just like this is yeah it's not a good movie but again i hadn't seen it since high school rewatched it now all that aside, I think, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> part of it, it you know, they definitely do 
you know, it, it is kind of a fish out of water type film in some respects where mm-hmm. the characters are like, just like, you know, amused by the fact that they're in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also none of the, cause the characters themselves are definitely slightly, you know, uh, like some of the jokes they make are kind of like racist jokes. Yeah. And so obviously there's a difference between the, the filmmaking intention and action of characters Right. But at the same time, um, none of the Japanese characters in this film are very fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and obviously it's not a it's not about them. But even then, like they all of the characters that are Japanese in this film do feel fairly like one dimensional. Yeah, I mean them being in Tokyo is a part of the plot, and that cultural divide is like the movie's called Lost in Translation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but. That's the thing is, like, a lot of those little moments and punchlines, which happened primarily in the first act, I'd say, mm-hmm. just really throws them at you in the first five minutes. But yeah, they don't serve a greater purpose, which is why I'm like, I don't... They, they just kind of felt like jokes and, like, comedic yeah. relief um, that has aged. And, again, it was 2003. This is actually, like, a pretty tame film as far as stereotypes mm-hmm. and hum- humor go, I'd say. But uh yeah yeah i i thankfully though with that said the fact that they aren't like a huge part of the plot and there's so much more to this movie it really doesn't ruin it that much yep. for me okay um, there there's not a is there a basketball scene in this film i don't remember i don't remember there being, there being one, one. No. I, like, I didn't look away but because in the script i read which I guess they just cut it from the film. Yeah. There was a scene after like one of the them being in bed conversations where it was Bill Murray playing basketball. And like in the script, it just says like Bill Murray is way taller than everyone else. He's dominating. <laughs> so it's supposed to be a joke that like Japanese people are short. I'm yeah. Like, what? That's when I, very... I remember reading that. And that's... So I think that was probably smart to cut. Yeah. They wrote that in the screenplay. And the Oscars yeah. were like, that's the best original screenplay of the year, for sure. <laughs> we're giving that the award. Like, I don't um, remember exactly verbatim what it said, but it pretty much was like, yeah, he's way taller than everyone else, and he's dominating. <laughs> that's so weird. Like, what? Yeah. Um, so, a few things that are that I love about this movie, though. Uh, now that we kind of got that <laughs> yeah. huge issue out of the way... Um, is well first of all okay well this movie it's all about like traveling really and well not all about traveling but it's like a huge part of it is that they're both away from home and in the the city that they're super unfamiliar with they're both lonely outside of that like they're very lonely people um and putting those two together because i think like i don't know if you've experienced this but if i go to like a different city uh, even if I'm like super excited about the trip and I'm alone and it's just like that first like alone lonely night in the hotel is just so sad for some reason. Like I get sad about it for some reason. I'm sure you don't actually because you do it all the time. <laughs> I, I do it a lot. Yeah. yeah um, but it's like I, I think I just have like a weird like uh, what's the word? Ah, I'm blanking on, on the word. Uh, I, I struggle with like adapting in new situations mm-hmm. I think. Um, so this movie is heavily about that in my opinion and it nails it it like so well I'm like this is a movie I I don't it (laughs) this is a movie yeah Um, (laughs) 
It's just great. Mm, yeah, I really movie. like yeah. how it did that theme. Um, yeah, the the emotions that the characters are feeling are actual like relatable mm-hmm. emotions, which you know, obviously in the other film we talked about, less so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unlike a lot of Sofia Coppola movies, this has some amazing acting in my yeah, opinion. You didn't relate to them breaking into Paris Hilton's house in Bling Ring. <laughs> I mean, that's an exception. I've done that many times. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really felt for both of the characters. Um, yeah. Regardless of how shitty they are, uh, specifically Bill Murray, I guess. Um, but, like, I just I felt for both of them. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then also, uh, just, I, what, where was I going with this? Oh, it's kind of a side note, but the score in this movie is flo- like so good to me. I really like it. Yeah. Because I think it's it's very specific and I'm like, what does this sound like? And it sounds like the kind of songs and music that plays in like hotel lobbies and like out where it's like this weird, it's like kind of clubby, but it's very mellow mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's like pop alternative kind of, but really dumbed down. And yeah, I think that's exactly what the score is, and it really brings that home. Yeah. Um, okay, I do like the score and like soundtrack of Sofia Coppola's films that mm-hmm. I've seen in general. Yeah, like even even on the rocks, the best part of it is was music. like the music by Phoenix for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, and this like the soundtrack was also really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I also, like the songs they were singing at karaoke. Yeah, yeah, they're so good. <laughs> Bill Murray singing Elvis Costello. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know. I I really liked all of the music here, and it really kind of drives the. It carries the movie. Um, because I'm trying to picture a lot of these scenes without it, and I'm like, it can't. It just doesn't work the same. Because it just feels very nostalgic to me for some reason. Um, yeah, I, I think. Like, one thing I was thinking about was that I don't think it's possible now to have the same type of isolation as there, you know, in this film in 2003. Because now, like, I travel all the time, uh-huh. right? And back then, it was like there was, a, like, some, you were talking to someone on a phone, and all you do is hear, you hear their voice, and then you just, like, hang up, and then you're just alone again completely. Where now, you know, when you're on your phone, you're never as alone plus you can facetime people like Mm -hmm. whenever you want Mm -hmm. um so i just i think that there is like a very large gap in the maximum amount of aloneness yeah you can really be now versus then where then it's like you're in japan you're completely alone that's a good point yeah yeah because it's like i feel they, they, they they were finding like kind of a kindred spirit in like an ocean rather than now you can swipe on Tinder and get a date if you wanted to in Japan. Mm-hmm. You can check in with like what's going on back in the states directly, right? On your like, phone. yeah. When I was, you know, I was in like this small city in Morocco, and I'm still just like scrolling through like Twitter. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, and that's I that is true. Yeah, I don't think this movie would work at all today. Um, yeah, for that exact reason. Um. And they wouldn't be passing notes to each other through, like, concierge. They would just be, like, texting. Yeah. 
Yeah. They'd be like, yo, uh, what's your Instagram handle? <laughs> uh, this, I don't know if you caught this, but this and In the Mood for Love are very similar. Um, like, kind of. That is a good, yeah, I do see that now. And I, I did not, that did not occur to me until you just mentioned it, though. Yeah, I, I just caught it in, like, a few specific moments. And it was, I saw it, because I, I watched this on Amazon, and they have the trivia mm-hmm. And one of, like, the last, on the last screen, um, or the last, like, few shots or whatever, I just looked at the trivia, and it said that Sofia Coppola thanked Wong Kar Wai in her acceptance speech because of it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, like, a, so, so it's a direct, inf- yeah, so this, <laughs> so. This Thank is, you for letting me plagiarize your film. Right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. I liked it. I I've, the movie needs to be like it really needs these characters to be lonely and it does that really well and you get a pretty good movie out of it um, yeah i mean sofia coppola films are kind of a mood mm-hmm. and i like this mood me too yeah it's got on the rocks is also a mood it's just a weird mood it's that a weird I'm like... mood and Bling it's ring. like when you're at a restaurant with like a racist family member and like you're just hoping they don't say something too loud. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> what it was. <laughs> On the Rocks is very much like a movie for people that are still going to restaurants right now. You know? Yeah. That's <laughs> it's like they'll they'll get a kick out of it. Um Yeah, it, it's the people that are taking their yard signs out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. People that you're replacing your seven flags on your truck with a yeah. seven flags. <laughs> People with a lot of flags. That's what On the Rocks is for. Um, no, yeah, I loved the aesthetic of this one. Um, like, it just, it was kind of, I don't know if you can relate to this, but it, I just have, I've seen so many of these shots before, like on Tumblr in GIFs in the past i'm like yeah because it's like a super tumblr movie where it's just aesthetically pleasing regardless of if you know what the plot is at that moment uh yeah oh it's definitely a tumblr film for sure like in the same vein as like wes anderson films right and like her which wes anderson films (laughs) are probably the number one tumblr films like darjeeling limited is such a tumblr film yeah i'd say yeah that's like i used tumblr for like three minutes like Uh you know 2000 and like 10 and i remember i saw like one that was just like blinking letters that was just a still from darjeeling limited and she said fuck the itinerary (laughs) (laughs) i would say i'd argue life aquatic is more of a tumblr movie than darjeeling limited yeah they're i mean they're both people love there yeah i'm trying to think of the most tumblr movie i said her earlier i think her is oh that's that's super tumblr yeah yeah that and like oh man Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, oh, La 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 Land. That's a Tumblr. La movie. La Land's pretty Tumblr. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't. It would be if Tumblr was still as big now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It couldn't have been a Tumblr movie because it was too late. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, because like it, the number one Tumblr movie would be a film that's like made in between 2005 and like 2012. Right. Black Swan. Um, pretty, oh, Black Swan. That's would have been definitely a huge Tumblr like movie. it knocks yeah. off all the boxes and like it's it's edgy it's yep. uh erotic and it mm-hmm. looks good like it's artsy yep. and has a very specific like that's totally yeah <laughs> all right yeah. well uh <laughs> this is a 
this is like it sounds like we're answering a question someone asked no we're, yeah we're we are answering all. our own question yeah um yeah. so yeah i i can't really elaborate on anything i've said about this but because like you said it's such a mood mm -hmm. and i think so much of like what you get out of it is just watching it and being there with them yeah um i was just i was I mean, sad by the end too yeah i just feel like sofia coppola the the goal is to like sit you into like this space mm -hmm. and let you feel one feeling for a long period of time mm -hmm. i don't feel like there's there's really a lot of like valleys and hills that you're trying to be like you know and different things you're trying to feel throughout it i feel like it's just different levels of one mood yeah and she does that one mood really well it's just a matter of if you want to yeah. be there and on the rocks yeah. i just can't imagine someone liking that dude <laughs> like it's so I, I feel like if if you're very specifically thinking your partner is cheating on you vaguely not even like any evidence you're just like vaguely thinking that then uh -huh. maybe that's the mood for you yeah but i don't think that's like a wide appealing mood mm-hmm yeah well i think that's, that's or if you're really creepy like bill murray <laughs> yeah he's a little creepy in lost in translation too to be to be fair yeah but definitely less creepy yeah the, the film acknowledges it i think more than it does yeah you know on the rocks they're just like no he's quirky that's he's bill murray <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well i think that i do you have anything else to say about lost in translation I don't. Cool. Well, I, I like it, yeah. I think it's got some problems. Yeah. It hasn't aged well. Both. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't work. And no. it also is offensive. But I felt for it. What do you mean it doesn't work? Like we said, as like the phone call. Like oh, that, well, I like, mean, it wouldn't work now. Yeah, I don't that's think what I'm that, saying. That's like, affected how it... Yeah, I don't think... It doesn't affect the movie. Because obviously we can still, in our minds, visit that time period. Right, right, right. But it, I, I was just saying it's it's interesting mm -hmm. to think about yeah, yeah yeah and i know that's what you that's what i meant also we're saying and i, I, know I didn't that's really what you meant. i don't think you're like an idiot it like, <laughs> i can't even imagine not having a phone <laughs> yeah. i just wanted to clarify that was our stance right, right no one right. else questioned that mm -hmm. it's like yeah you know what casablanca is dumb because it's not <laughs> in the middle of any kind of like world wars or anything <laughs> yeah now like i can't i can't imagine living not like the exact that. time period that this like little women's stupid because like you know that we have electricity now <laughs> you know yeah. we can easily cure that disease she would not have died. <laughs> we don't ride on carriages yeah um well with that being said what did you give lost in translation out of five four four yeah i i gave it four as well i'm gonna stick it stick it with four just curious what what time of day time of day i would give this a i'd give this a seven ten ten i gave it a ten ten no no, no 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 ten is a better one yeah this is a good late night movie yeah um definitely a late night movie now i'm curious real quick now that we've watched and talked about three sofia coppola movies on the podcast mm -hmm. um virgin suicides or not virgin suicides we didn't talk about that bling ring bling ring lost in translation on the rocks what is your ranking for these three movies from best to worst? Uh, oh, okay. So obviously, 
I mean, number one is obviously Lost in Translation. Okay. It's it's very tough for me to decide between Bling Ring and On the Rocks. Okay. Um, now, if you go by Letterboxd, um, I gave On the Rocks two and a half, mm-hmm. uh, as I said earlier, and I gave Bling Ring two. Okay. Um, but the problem is, I think if someone says, you have to watch one of these again, I think I would rather watch Bling Ring again. Okay. Because it's just a more, like, briskly paced film. Yeah. Where the first 40 minutes of On the Rocks are just boring. so boring to yeah. me. And I can't imagine watching that again, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's the only interest of this film comes from the suspense. And if you already know what's going to happen, there's just no reason to watch it. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, I, yeah. So, I, I think that I'm going to... Would I give them... I think I'd have to say that in terms of rewatchability, Bling Ring for sure is ahead. Okay. Um, I don't know. It, I'll tie. I'm going to give him a tie. Okay. Okay. Um, mine goes bling ring, lost in translation really? <laughs> on the rocks. I just don't barely. Get just this bling ring. I don't get this bling ring like <laughs> love that everyone has. I, I just, I think it's crazy. It's just, it is, it doesn't hold back on how ugly it is. And it's just yeah, it's ugly to look it's at. A it's a terrible aesthetic, bad. and I think it's all very. It knows that, and it it's goofy to me. I think it's fun. I think it's so fun. Uh, but my favorite. Yeah, of I mean, at is least I can understand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. The Beguiled is is a great movie. It's totally different from anything she's done. That's why it's so weird that it's that, but it's it's very fun and cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to. I'll watch that one next. Sweet um and virgin suicides is overrated but that's just that's just mine yeah um cool well we should probably get into questions uh because we're probably should we're sitting at 57 minutes these are all pretty quick questions um do we have any 15 dollar patreon we do not let me double check um real quick but i'm pretty sure we don't because i just put out the thread what's the uh what's the hoodie you're wearing oh so the hoodie i'm wearing (laughs) is some new merch um it is the classic tagline at the end of my videos form your own opinion with a bunch of little circles and squares there's warp circles yeah see now you could say these are just random shapes and it just adds some flavor but Mm -hmm. you know what that well it doesn't look well that's my little icon on letterbox so these are yeah. a bunch of like other color icons. So it's like everybody's got their, everybody's got their own little. It's like you could say they're random, but this one means something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Pretend the other ones mean something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> um. Oh, we do have. Uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't know we had all these these questions on Patreon. Let me just check. That... It does I'm just gonna say the hoodie does look cool. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, and it's also I. This is my first with one of these. It's a champion um teespring has a partnership with champion so it fits really well it's it's probably the best piece of merch i've put out yet so haven't they're besides not on the karst cast besides hats. the karst cast it's hats high, maybe. yep these are not for sale yet but they will be soon uh yeah we do have uh i'll, I'll answer one of these from the patreon uh from 15 dollar patron jacob colness it is what classic film would be better if you replace the lead with hubie from how Hall- hubie halloween what classic film would be better? Yeah. I mean, oh, that's okay. That is actually a very interesting question yeah. because you want to find one where it, I feel like it has to be a comedy. 
Uh-huh. Well... I just think that any dramatic film, you would ruin why it's good. So... If you were, if you put Huey in it. Um, hear me out. Yeah? It's a Wonderful Life with Hugh... Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hubie as the main yeah. character. Because it's like he... It would make sense. Hubie's yeah. just down on his luck. And it's like kind yeah. of this... It's the same city. Well, no. It's the same city and it's a wonderful life. But it would also work in the Hubie universe, I'd say. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> you know what? If I go in the... Because there's a classic film that I don't like that much. But just going with the Christmas vibe. I think a Christmas story. He replaces Ralphie. <laughs> I have not seen a Christmas story to be honest. Okay, but well, I know what it is. It's like a you know, it's a film that a lot of people love. My family loves it and I hate it. I think it's awful. I mean there's one really super incredibly racist scene in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Um But but the rest of it I just don't like. Ralphie, even if you exclude that scene. Dude. That's so yeah. funny. Um Uh yeah, but I think that maybe we need to come up with one non non Christmas. Yeah. Yeah um well now i'm thinking about you brought up casablanca earlier yeah you think that would be better <laughs> no i just like that's the one on my mind uh yeah. what about like um let's see Hubie does some pretty good physical comedy uh-huh um so i think you there's an argument that you could throw him in like a charlie chaplin film Mm-hmm. yeah like modern um, times yeah, definitely not the Great Dictator. No, <laughs> that would be no. That would be a different film. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Huey Halloween is Hitler. <laughs> I mean, his mustache is already almost almost there. Yeah, so. it's Hitler Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said Silence of the Lambs with Hubie as Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Interesting. It would yeah. not work at all. Yeah. Um, Wait. Ooh, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Uh. Space Odyssey, and Hubie is Hal. Oh my it's, god! It's Hubie Halloween, dude. No wait, <laughs> I meant it. You get what I was trying to do. Um, that's the right answer. Uh, cool, great. Well, I guess that answers that. Um, I'm just trying to picture him being like. <laughs> Oh man. Uh never mind. This next one comes from these these come from the subreddit. Uh and this first one comes from Tingling01. It is ha <laughs> I guess this is kind of a mean question and we don't have to actually answer this, but is it have you ever been a bullied? Wait, no. Have you ever been bullied or were you the bully? <laughs> I um, I find it hard to believe you were ever a bully, Jeff. Yeah, I was never a bully. Okay. Um yeah, one time, some guy, like, pushed me into a locker. Oh Not, like, into God. the inside of the locker, just, like, to in push me, like, you got physically the, you into got the, the outside like... of... I didn't get pushed into a locker, like, the inside of a locker. I'm just saying, like, I got pushed into, like, the doors. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, that was the, that is the dictionary definition of being bullied. Like, you... but, it, but it wasn't, like, a repeated thing, right? No, it was, it was just, just a like... one-time... Was it a yeah, joke? Yeah, it was, like, in middle like... school. It, was, it wasn't a joke. It was just, like, this guy trying to be cool uh-huh yeah interesting um yeah i was bullied in middle school too they took my shoes and started playing catch with them 
And <laughs> it's kind of funny, but the thing is they were brand new shoes. I was super hyped about them. And I remember being very sad when it happened. I was like, man. Yeah. Because I was like. Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, you go. I just have a thing after that. I was just like, because I didn't think I was being bullied earlier. And then when that happened, right. I was like, well, this is obviously bullying. So I guess I'm being <laughs> bullied. <laughs> There's not. Okay. Did yeah. you ever have this thing in your middle school where people thought it was hilarious um, to leave ketchup packets yes. on the ground yes. so that people would step on them and it would shoot everywhere? All the time. All the time. Yeah, because that some, one time someone like it shot all over my shoes. Yep, and that was like super mean. Dude, that was a big thing in uh, elementary school for me. Like little ass kids doing that. <laughs> yeah, and I remember being like, mean. "Fuck this, man." Yeah, yeah, that's that is a oh my god, I totally forgot about that prank. It's a dirty one, literally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so messed up. Um. I knew a kid who did the tack on the teacher's chair. Okay, that, you can kill someone. <laughs> kill someone? <laughs> you can kill someone, yeah, because if, like, the end of the tack is, like, not, you know, sanitary, oh, there can be, like, yeah, bacteria yeah, yeah. on it. And, yeah. Then you can kill, you can, like, give someone, like, blood poisoning. Oh. Yeah, well, that, well, so this kid was, like, new to the school, and he was on the swim team, and he did that and mm -hmm. got in a lot of trouble. And because I was one of the few people on the swim team at the time, the principal was like, Carson, I'm putting you in charge of looking after this kid and giving him a friend. I was like, what? Me? Now I'm in charge of this kid? And turns out we ended up being great friends. Anyways, moving on. Um, this next one comes from Voluptuous Cheeks. <laughs> Uh, what is your Netflix and or Disney Plus profile icons? Oh, I thought I was going to ask for your, like, My account, login, info. login and password. Yeah, I'm like, oh, interest, interesting question, Voluptuous Cheeks. Uh, yeah, what is your profile icon, Joe? Uh, so Netflix, mine is Bojack Horseman. Like Bojack himself? Yeah. Wait, that's, ah, that's so funny. Mine's Mr. Peanut Butter, <laughs> which is exactly our thing. Yeah, I don't think I have any other one set up for any other. Okay. Yeah, you don't service. have a Disney Plus. Yeah. I do have access to Disney Plus because my sister has it, so I just like set that up, but I didn't like mm. make a okay. picture. I got you. Um, yeah. Well, mine on Netflix is Mr. Peanut Butter, and mine on Disney Plus is Troy Bolton from High School Musical. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing about the Disney Plus one is it's just me and my sister, and her icon is Elsa from Frozen, and she, her name is because El her name is Elsa. Elsa, right? So, um, <laughs> just <laughs> over. <laughs> um, well, anyways, it's funnier though. Like w what I've learned is that the the Dutch isn't actually funny. Like you make a joke funnier if you play the buzzer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's way funnier. Someone says something funny and then you hit the button. <laughs> yeah. Um well this last one comes from Funkiest Lion ninety nine and it is what is your least favorite movie ending ever? Now mine is for a ever. movie that I haven't seen, but it has a crazy ending, like an infamous like everyone knows about this ending. I'm just double checking the name of the movie now. So, uh, okay, yeah. 
It's this movie from 2010 called Remember Me. Um, and it's like a normal, it's, I think it's a, it's like a romance drama, um, that's like very normal, has nothing to do with 9-11 and the movie, <laughs> exactly. But wait, so it ends so with it, that? It ends, it's just this other movie and then it ends with the main character. It's this long zoom in of him in the Twin Towers right before it happens. It's like this. What? Crazy <laughs> twist. <laughs> There's no way that's your least favorite, though. That sounds awesome. It's, I mean, uh, <laughs> a, a thing that where it talks about it. But anyways, yeah, that's that's just the craziest ending I can think of. And it's just, I want to watch the movie to see what it feels like to really reach that. But yeah. What about yeah. you? So I'm just saying, if you go type worst movie endings mm-hmm. into Google. Yeah um yeah here the list i'm just looking for the first one of a film that i've seen okay um wait wait (laughs) what what are we look okay so a lot of these are seem like horror films is what they want to oh yeah um source code with jake gyllenhaal oh uh (laughs) number nine on this list is 2012 the uh <laughs> the horror film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or it's like the disaster film. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, none of these seem that interesting. Gotcha. Yeah. I gotta be honest, this was not this was not worth looking up this list. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I realize the thing is I had this answer ready the moment I read the question. You did. Uh and I realized like if you didn't have that, it's kind of hard to think of one. That's a hard one to answer. Yeah. But you know what? This list came through. Mm-hmm why indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull that ending was stupid (laughs) so actually you know what that is my answer and i'm gonna stand by that that ending actually is that i actually kind of like that movie Mm -hmm. just because it's like still fun and still campy yeah harrison ford but the problem is the ending is so dumb Mm -hmm. for sure so thank you uh internet list yeah for reminding us about the kingdom of the (laughs) crystal skull Uh, (laughs) those are my thoughts on that movie um cool well that does it for questions yeah we're we'll wrap things up here um let's see so we like to uh i got a question for you Uh uh-huh what's your favorite freeze-dried fruit freeze uh what's yours uh banana i'm gonna go strawberry Strawberry is a good choice. Yeah, strawberry. I like strawberries a lot, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's. But banana that's is honestly a good, good advice. Yeah, 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 for sure. Banana is amazing freeze dried. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, okay. Well. Anyways, back to the back normal. to the wrap up. Um, what are yeah. we doing for a movie next week? Yeah, we really should have talked about this. Yeah, there's this new movie um, out that is yeah. available to rent called Cajillionaire. It's supposed to be weird um and it, it's called cajillionaire cajillionaire it's it was big Is it about some guy who gets a bunch of money no <laughs> well <laughs> i actually don't know the plot that well i can read it for you if you want um yeah. two con artists have spent 26 years training their only daughter to swindle scam and steal at every turn during a desperate okay, end- yeah I want, yeah yes. <laughs> yes okay cool <laughs> i'm very excited uh it looks it's yeah it's available to rent let me just double check it's not too expensive to rent because i don't want to make someone uh, as long as it's not like a hundred dollars 
it is a very fresh release. Uh, okay, well, it's a uh, it's a twenty dollar rent. Or, it's a twenty dollar no, rent. Yeah, so that's a little pricey. It's a little, it's a little on, on the, the high side. A little on the high side. Uh, we'll we'll wait it out. We we will tweet out what we watch because right now we don't really know. But yeah, cool. That's that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. Assessment. Um, but on another note, we'd like to thank. Uh, well, we'd like to read a review. Yeah. So this one, uh, is from October twenty third, and it says Florida Tier Podcast. <laughs> that's not good. Uh, that's it's not... from. <laughs> but it, it, five stars. Five stars. Yeah, from pal.mfr. Okay. Uh, it's, these guys are out here talking about the country bears while their friends are working on Batman. <laughs> and it says, LMAO. No, but in all seriousness, this is my favorite podcast, and it's actually what got me listening to podcasts in the first place. Oh, wow. I'm going through a really tough time in my life right now, and listening to Carson and Jeff fills me with a lot of comfort, and they make me laugh even in my darkest days. Wow. Thank you for reminding me that there is always a light and that I'll get through this. 1,000 out of 10, this podcast is Florida tier. Jesus Christ. That was one of the hey. most wholesome reviews we got. And yes, thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, that was an applause, by the way, that I think was way too loud. But uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, for sure. That was great. Um, it's like applause and then they, everyone goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> Then next week, all of the reviews are like, Zero out of five. <laughs> I can't hear anymore. Okay. Well, this last thing we like to do is thank the lovely patrons. Um, I as they're my favorite. <laughs> they're the best. Um, if you would like to become a patron, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/CarsCast, where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q and A's, shoutouts at the end end of every episode, a Zoom hangout that will be happening next or on the fifteenth. Fifteenth of november so um, so at the time this comes out that that is a week from yesterday next, yeah it's yeah it's this upcoming sunday mm-hmm. so uh be on the lookout for that there will be more details on the twitter and patreon page we'll be doing a zoom hangout where we just kind of hang out and we yeah we you can ask karsten any question you want about anything i well and he has to answer it. i okay it's, yeah it's like a truth or dare thing but uh-huh. it's always truth and it's always karsten right 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 I didn't agree to that, but sure. Um, anyways, get in on the fun. And $15 patrons, as you may know by now, get uh, their questions answered in the main episodes like today. Um, cool. Well, with all that being said, thank you. Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Bex, Blake Root, Boat, Brandon Yu, Brock Schultz, Cameron Mason McCurdy, Camilla, Eden, Ethan Justice, Fozzie Bear, Grant Gow, Hannah E., Harry, uh, Remedianakis, uh, Holly Edwards, I'm writing this Patreon name before the election results, Iron Tusk 93, Isabel, Iva, Jaden, Easton, Jacob Colness, John Van Hout, Joshua, Krizwicki, Katie T, Kevin Turner, Lick Wee, Liv Rob, Lucian, Vecina, Luke Vineyard, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Marilee Borslow, Michael Decker, Moses Ox, Monroe Page, Pablo Patel, Parks, Ready Steady, Ernie, Robert Burke, Sam Farr, Sophia Arieta, Super Kelly, Fragilistic, Expialidocious, Smitty Werbin, Jagerman, Jensen, Taylor Hardy, 10 Billion, The Lock, The Lock Picking Lawyer, <laughs> Toad Pimp, Vegard Strom, Vera S, Yoki Sasquatch, and Yusef A. Lads, give yourself a round of applause. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's like-
like every button does the buzzer that was, now. That was a genuine mistake. That was... <laughs> uh, yeah. Great. Thank you, guys. Um, I just downloaded the applause today, which is why I'm using it so much. Um, well, this was... It's good applause. Yeah. This was a long episode, to be honest. And well, We did two movies. We did two so movies. So, Jeff, do you have anything else to say? Yeah, um, I'm actually going to read a monologue that I've prepared. <laughs> no, I'm just Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, yeah. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side. First cast. Movie cast. <laughs> Wait, I forgot to fade out. <laughs>